Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Makala from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Work-Life Wine Time where we are ever so excited to introduce you to our new wife. I know so many of you have been wondering who the heck this is and we have all three of us with you today so me and we have Mick and we are introducing our new work wife Dora welcome thanks so excited to be here so nice to have you so we thought we'd start off the episode by just telling you all a bit about how Gemma and I first met Dora Um, and then we'll get Dora telling us a bit more about her so Jim, you've known Dora longer than me, so you can start. Have I? Well, there you go. I, so. <laughs> I remember it was a, a wee March day back in 2019. And <laughs> we did actually meet through the same uh, women in business group that I guess we, we've all met in. And it was an actual, you know, live meetup with real humans in a real place. Uh, which, you know, I guess. Wow. What were they like? Who knows? I say, I guess, time ago. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, that's how long ago it was. Like we actually met real humans in a room and yeah, it was at a, a cafe in Melbourne and there were a few of us actually. And uh, the lovely Dora was sitting across from me and yeah, it was, it was a really fun sort of meetup when we talked about all sorts of things. And then for us, I guess we discovered that we basically do the exact same thing and we have the exact same qualifications. And it was just like, you know, ding, 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 ding. Uh, and that's where I guess, yeah, our friendship flourished from then. And what about you, Meg? <laughs> well, yes, um, I think you're actually right. We did all meet in the same women's business mastermind and which is actually kind of funny because that's where we met Rowena as well. So there you go. So much goodness to come out of that. Mm. Um, And I haven't actually met Dora in real life. I don't think I have anyway. I can't remember. No, I don't think we have. (laughs) Um, But we spoke quite a lot um, in the forums and things that we had as part of the program that we were in. And we also worked together on a few things. I helped Dora out with a few tech things back when I was a fully fledged tech geek, helping women in business set up their tech. So I'm not so confident in saying who met her first now, but at least you guys are both in Melbourne. So, you know, you've got that connection, whereas I'm still over the water on that weird little island that everyone leaves off maps. So... (laughs) Or many, many Americans think is New Zealand. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Although, <laughs> and that's not surprising. I was doing a, a course with some New Zealanders last week and we we're talking about how similar the weather and the, the terrain is. So, you know, I guess, I guess they can be forgiven for that. That makes sense. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with that. It's the same country. Like who, you know, what's the difference really? <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so I guess that's, you know, and, and creating our podcast for, you know, collaboration over competition and, and everything like that from meeting uh, us three, uh, you know, and Rose, wow, it's really helped all four of us, you know, grow our businesses in various ways from collaborating and, and everything like that. And not to mention everything I've learned, you know, uh, in various areas of tech <laughs> and automation design, you know, and of course, Dora's always had different ideas and concepts and things that have you know that I didn't have and we've bounced ideas off each other and you know it's it's such a wonderful thing and I I guess that's our overall reason of creating our our podcast right Mm, and that's something that I've always really loved about your um friendship and you know working relationship with Dora it's like I just love that you two both have the same qualifications and you do similar things. I definitely wouldn't say that same, but you do mm. very similar things, but you guys are always just finding ways to collaborate. Like mm. there is no competition. I think for me, that's, you know, it's the ultimate watching you two sort of work together and support each other. I think that's just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why, why would you do it the other way? You know what I mean? Exactly. It just doesn't make any sense. And it, and it's so awesome that, you know, she'll, message or ring like I need to pick your brains about this and I love that it's awesome like why would you not do that you know and especially I I know it's it's so different now but when we first started work-life wine time we were so all of us were so isolated Mm. you know it wasn't the done thing then to work from home and do everything online like now it's just the norm yeah but before do you remember back in the day you know back in the the, the wee early years of, uh, you know, 2018 and 2019 when no one got it apart mm-hmm. from us, yeah like, no one got it. And you would say to someone, you know, I run my own business and I do this. And their response was generally, oh, so you sit at home all day. It's like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> you know, so it was all, also such that it, we were so isolated. We were at home. We didn't have that communication And our only way of communication was Zoom, you know, before the whole world even knew what Zoom was or Skype or whatever. And that's as well what helps sort of grow our businesses and know that we're not alone. Because we remember how alone we all felt. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like you said, that's how Work Wife Wine Time came to be. Yeah. It was like you, Rowena, and I just needed human communication with other people (laughs) who had their own businesses and just got everything about it yeah so that's awesome mm-hmm. I kind I of feel like we've talked enough <laughs> yeah sorry are you there Dora <laughs> I'm loving the Mick and Gemma show <laughs> I'm just sitting back and listening to you ladies you have mastered this podcast thing <laughs> we just talk a lot <laughs> so without further ado Dora, please tell us a bit about who you are and about your wonderful business. Sure, thanks. Um, so I am a copywriter. Um, I do some marketing as well. Um, I mostly work with service-based businesses. Um, there's just something about product descriptions that makes me want to run the other way. <laughs> um, I'm... 
Gemma, you Fair may enough. love them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. I love them. I love the product <laughs> description. Bring it on. The idea of writing 500 product descriptions is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, I'm, I've been running my business for about oh, nearly five years, four and a bit years. Um, I have two little girls um, and I probably st- I started my business when I was on mat leave with my second Mm-hmm. Um, we just moved to a new state and I was helping some friends with their copy and their marketing. And then one of them said to me, why don't you start your own business? And I thought, yeah, why don't I start my own business? So I just started a Facebook group and got an ABN and that's how it all started. I didn't have a jazzy website or anything like that. Just about, you know, meeting people in the first Facebook world and um, going from there. That's awesome. And I'd just like to point out that Dora is um, recording this episode with us while her gorgeous little girls are being homeschooled in the background. So, you know, absolutely hats off to you. I'm so pleased minor teenagers and, well, in school. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, it's definitely a juggle, but we're getting through it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's what we're about, right? Resilience. We just do what we can with what we've got and that's what you're doing and it's awesome. Yep. Realistic goals every day. Yeah, for sure. So, Dora, what are some of the challenges that you've experienced, um, you know, as an entrepreneur running your own business from home? I think the number one would be that loneliness factor, being at home, not having support around me, not having someone to bounce ideas off. Mm. um Mm -hmm. just it's you know and it sounds funny because it's like I'm lonely at home you know I've got the whole house to myself I can do whatever I want but it's it's that connection with people who are either in a similar industry or do something um in a different industry that you can bounce ideas off and just help each other out Mm. it's so true I I love that because I was thinking hmm, me thinking crazy (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking a couple of months ago I'm like why would people like compete and not collaborate because especially with what you and I do Adora and whether it's within the marketing side of it or the copywriting side of it if we've come out of agency land or media land there was never one solo copywriter that did everything, right? It was always a group effort. It was always a brainstorming, getting ideas and bouncing ideas to then propel you over to, you know, creating the overall concept. And I think as business owners, sometimes we forget that. Oh my God, I have to come up with everything on my own. I have to do everything on my own. I have to do all of these things. And then, you know, when you get feedback from the client, they will be giving you feedback and, Sometimes I can almost put you into a bit of a panic, you know, and be like, oh, but but they hate my idea and this and that. But I think we forget that it did used to be a group effort. Mm. And that's what I really love now about how so many, you know, solo business owners are coming together with bouncing of ideas, you know, because I think that sort of group thing um, really does help. And it's not just within what we do, it's for everything, right? Yeah, um, it's actually interesting that you bring that up. Yesterday morning I had um, my women in business fortnightly get together because 
for those of us that are allowed out of the house. And um, sorry, I've got to stop rubbing that in. <laughs> anyway, um, and afterwards I'd actually arranged to stay on and chat with one of the women um, who is, I guess you call her a business coach and a, and, um, a marketing coach as well. And we had a fabulous time. Like we sat down and we totally just geeked out on business strategy and on marketing. And we talked about our own businesses and we bounced some ideas off each other. And, you know, um, she shared some contacts with me. She's like, oh, you should be talking to this person and doing that. And, and like I gave her advice because she wants to start an online course, which used to be absolutely my jam. So, yeah, we, we just had such such a great time doing that and it, we were supposed to talk for an hour I think we almost went to two hours and by the end of it I was absolutely exhausted but I was like my brain was exhausted but my body was energized it's like it's it yeah just we don't get the opportunity to do that enough like it's really such a, a valuable thing absolutely well let's uh, as much as I hate this word, let's pivot onto something else. Uh, what, I guess, you know, we're all about, you know, collaboration over competition here and we have very, or we're now starting a very big focus on mindset and all of that as, you know, Mick and I have merged into the coaching realm as well. Uh, so what have you found for you, Dora, has been big moments in working through mindset issues within your business for you? Um, that's a really good question, Gemma. So I guess, you know, like every business owner who starts out, um, I started out, you know, not charging very much for my services, mm. whether it was doing website copy or a brochure. Um, and then as when, as time went past, and I started to speak to other copywriters and I started to see the value in my copy and my marketing efforts. Um, I realized that I wasn't charging enough and um, you know, it's a journey we all go on. So there's oh, no absolutely. regrets. Um, but it's like, you know, you might start out charging a very small amount and then you realize that, well, actually it's worth five or 10 times that sometimes because you know, you're new to the industry and you just finding your feet and you kind of question also your ability because you're like, oh, well, I'm running my own business. So I'm not, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but really all your experience from whether it be agencies or government or private sector or corporate or anywhere all comes into it. So you're writing, you adapt it. You're still writing, you're still marketing, but it's just a different audience and you're doing it under your brand. And I think working under my own name and my own brand was scary, like it is for everyone. And mm -hmm. it does kind of hold you back. And then you kind of start to realize, well, actually what I'm doing is actually really valuable for that business. And it does bring them, it, it, it changes their, for example, a website or some of the digital marketing that I do really does strengthen their online presence. So it is actually really valuable to them. And you see the before and the after and you think, wow, that's such, you know, and you see, you know, new, their new clients coming in and how they're servicing their clients 
with this new marketing that it is a really big, it's a big achievement for them. And you're responsible for that and you get paid accordingly. So I think it's just that, you know, you come in with an idea of, oh, no, I'm new to this, but really you're not because you've done it before. Yeah, that that is such a good point. Like when you said earlier that you're doing the same work, it's just under a different name. I've never thought about it like that before. But it's so true. It's like so many women, I think, when they start their own business need to be thinking that, you know, especially in the service-based business where it is a case of we take what, you know, we've done in an agency or something like that and we're just putting it under our own name. It's like, yeah, we just we don't give ourselves enough credit because it's exactly the same work, you know. I know. Same results, same abilities, same degrees that you've had the whole time. It's so interesting. So it's like what changes in our minds, you know what I mean? Mm. But you, you are doing the exact same thing, you know, with everything the same, but all of a sudden because you're now doing it under your own name and your own brand, like what happens? Right. Yeah. And I, I think every single business owner felt this. And I don't know if it's more so female business owners that, you know, more the ones that I speak to about this sort of personal stuff. But like, what happens? All of a sudden, we've taken on our own brand and our own name. And we think, oh, I'm a beginner again. You know, <laughs> like, why? Why do we do that? And, and I find even with service-based business, uh, product-based businesses, sorry, mm. um, you know, you talk to them about, well, how much does it cost to make this, I don't know, I'll use a mug, for example. And they're like, oh, it's, um, you know, $2 worth of material, so I'm going to sell it for five. And it's like, yeah, but it's $2 of material, but what about your time, the time you invested in designing that and making it and, you know, packaging it to sell it or whatever it is. You know, like you've got to take, you know, and they we don't value our time enough. And oh, it is. So true. Time, time is money. It really is. Yeah. No, that is so true. I've I've been talking to some clients recently who funnily enough are product-based business owners who do the same thing. Oh no, I don't charge postage because it'll put the price up too much. It's like, okay, but when you factor in, like you said, Dora, all the time you've taken to get it manufactured to package it to take it to the post office you know what's what's your return <laughs> like what what profit are you making from that oh well kind of not really but yeah and you're here oh but I will over time but it's like no you your business has to be profitable that's right and if if this is the mindset you've got now you know how unless you realize that and you actively work to change it then it's not going to change over time you'll just find yourself two years down the track still doing the same thing going my business isn't exactly what I wanted (laughs) not quite earning what I wanted to earn but yeah that's some really good thoughts there yeah absolutely it's yeah it's so interesting and I think the journey and growth within business, you know, from charging more and evolving the services that you have. And that's, it's, you know, everyone has such a wonderful business journey. Um, But one more thing I'm very keen to know, Dora, how did you go with 
and that we've all had, which is similar to what we're talking about, but the big imposter syndrome. How was that for you? <laughs> what rabbit hole did you jump down when it came? <laughs> tell us. Please tell us. Oh, oh, imposter syndrome. Oh, where do I begin? Like I, I've had it in 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 so many different ways, you know, like I've had it show up in you know, in the ways I've written copy for my own website, you know, where I've, you know, written it and then sent it to Gemma and said, oh, this is so bad. Can you help me? Like, what what do I do? And she's like, it's perfect. What are you talking about? Mm. You know, and I'm like, I'm I'm a writer. I write for other companies. But when it comes to writing my own stuff, Mm. it it can be a real challenge. And I I think, no, no, someone's going to call me out. You know, they're going to know I'm a fraud. Come on. Like, they're going to look at my website, you know, and I, and everyone does it, I know. And especially oh, yeah. writing your own copy. Like, mm-hmm. any business owner you speak to, they're like, I hate writing about myself. <laughs> yeah, I've had it where, you know, Gemma's written copy for me and I've gotten it back and gone, oh, no, that that's too, you know, strong. I can't, I can't say that. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not that good and I've pulled it back and then it's like you know two weeks later it's like no yeah okay she was right I need to (laughs) I need to change that back again (laughs) oh the imposter syndrome it's such an interesting thing that what what I've always wondered is when we're working for someone else why don't we have it then I know when you work for someone else you can do anything like right me, for example, when I was in my early 20s, I got a job working in politics and I started off just as a receptionist for a um, federal politician and I'm slightly ashamed to say that when I got the job, I actually couldn't have told you who the Prime Minister was or what political party they belonged to. Like, I was that clueless. I had no idea. It was John Howard, by the way, but <laughs> that... that is how long ago I'm talking. But, um, yeah, I had no idea, but it was like, of course I can do this job, not a problem. And then after a year there, she's like, oh, her um, media and, um, oh, gosh, what were they called? Media and research assistant left. And she's like, oh, do you think you could do the job? Would you like to take it up? Not a problem. <laughs> no, never done it before. Sure, I can totally do that. And then a year later, her um, personal assistant and chief of staff left. And it was like, you know, again, she offered me the job. Of course, (laughs) you know. So here am I, chief of staff to a federal politician, three years earlier, didn't know who the prime minister was or what party they belonged (laughs) to, knew nothing about politics, didn't understand federal, state, local, like any time at school anyone had mentioned anything, I'm like, yeah. Don't care, not interested. <laughs> wow, what a huge but, achievement. But it's like I just had the confidence to do it. I was working for someone else. It's like, yeah, I can I can totally try it and I'll make mistakes, but I'll learn and I'll get better. And and you know, she the my boss had the belief in me that I could do it. But then come out into my own business and it's like, oh, I can't do that. Like, you know, oh, that's too scary. Oh, what if I mess up? What if I make a mistake? It's like it really it really is such a, I don't know. Well, I've just figured it out. 
Okay, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally a validation thing, right? So when we're on our own, it's all up to us. It's all up to our own belief in ourselves, our own self-confidence, our own validation. But of course, we're used to looking for it externally, right? So if someone Mm -hmm. says, hey, do this job, I think you'd be good at it. It's like, yeah, I am totally. I can do that. I can learn. I can fail. I can do everything. But when it comes to us, that's when I think the panic comes in, right? And I think that's what's so incredible that being a business owner and running your own business is such a personal growth journey and everything falls back to being on you. And that's where you really start to learn that all of your feelings and everything like that, it's all generated within anyway. Yep. You're a genius coach, Gemma. (laughs) I figured the thing out. That's totally what it is. Brain the size of a planet. I always say it. Right. It's totally what it is. And again, it comes back to when, you know, us being uh, primitive humans where, that that validation is being accepted into the pack yeah and then as business owners we're isolated and of course that's scary because our brain thinks this is where we die right (laughs) because we don't we're not protected by our pack so anything we try and do our brain's like don't do that it's too scary you're gonna die Mm. right totally oh my god figured it out it's the best (laughs) okay so now Uh oh just you just need to come up with a solution (laughs) Mm. how do we get around that what do we do I suppose though in a way for us the mastermind that we all met in that kind of did that a bit yeah Mm -hmm. because we all shared ideas we all bounced Mm -hmm. things off each other we all gave each other encouragement and Mm. feedback so Yeah. yeah I guess in a way we did sort of find that for ourselves to some degree yeah, I guess we did. We we were searching for our own solution there, right? <laughs> like it's exactly what we needed. Good job, ladies. <laughs> yeah, we've solved all the problems of the world. We have. We've solved all of them. Yeah. Anyone even knowing anything it? Else, write in. Let us know. We'll solve it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should stop doing that. Maybe, huh? we get, maybe we could get some of our listeners to write in. Yes. And, you know, give us questions or something that we can there you go. solve. Hello at workwifewinetime.com.au. Email us in any questions or any issues that you're having in your business. Might even get you on the podcast. Totally. Could be the, t- could be the new tagline. <laughs> yes. Solving the world's problems. Yes. And it's totally like a Captain Planet situation. Like yes. All of our powers combined. Uh, what, was, costumes. What, what was that female superhero back in the 80s? Is it Sheba? She-ra. She-ra. That's She-ra. it. <laughs> yes. That is, that is us. playing in my head. <laughs> Well, on that note, I, I believe this podcast has ended up just brilliant. This is what <laughs> happens when you get a, a brand new mind in, right? That's right. <laughs> Watch out, Dora. We're going to be picking your brain lots. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> don't pick too hard. Oh, we totally will. But, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us. And I think you're going to be such a brilliant asset to work wife wine time. 
Thanks. I'm so excited that you asked me to join. I'm, yeah, looking forward to see how it all comes together nicely. Excellent. So stay tuned for some podcast episodes that Dora will be recording with some new and interesting people. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.